0: Hello ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing this fine day? I say it's fine day, I don't know. I've been... This is my long day. I need to, like, change the day I record the podcast. Do more, like, the review and stuff. In a better time frame. Welcome to the show. I am trying on some shoes. You will hear all about that over on my page on YouTube Oh boy And he's got a 5 star huh Size grandiose, Uh European 46 and a Chilean
1: 280
0: don't, don't look like no kind of nothing Um <clears throat> Welcome to the show as I said uh, my name is Jason hope you're having a good day today. Uh, I've, as, as maybe you've heard, um, this is my long day. It is roughly 8.30 p.m. I leave the house at roughly 9 a.m. to go to work. I just got home. I just received an order of shoes that I placed a few days ago. That, that's been an ordeal, let me tell you. Uh, Alright. Oh my goodness. Um, my goodness robust is not a word I would use I would wear them for the podcast oh they're so cold And are not on the porch they're terrible uh, there are no avayas I knew I should have just spent the extra ten bucks uh-huh. I'll make something work any dang way. Uh, hello, welcome to the show, as I said. Um, yeah, <laughs> gotta, gotta do a little uh, changing up of my system here. Uh, over at the website, what's new? Well, when was the last time we spoke? Well, it was probably a week ago, right? Uh, which would have made it the 25th. So... Since the 25th, what did we add? Well, no, because I added that stuff. We talked about this stuff last time. Um, Coolio's stuff. So, it must have been the 26th. And I must have... I I don't know what I did. Um, Let's see. Well, I added some more Castle in the Darkness. That's a thing I did. Scarlet uh, added some Unepic. Ocarina of Time. uh, Jade Cocoon 2 and Dark Souls 2. Um, I know Jade has been working on some Final Fantasy games and some Mega Man games. Um, I don't see that he's added any to the website yet, though. So, And I need to take Willow out of there. Willow is not uh, a current thing anymore. Oh, goodness. Is it possible for shoes from the same batch to be different sizes? This is not pleasant. At least they have the little loopy thing. That's a positive. I have to have shoes with the loopy thing. Because I don't own a shoehorn. Might be... Worth investing in someday. Oh, man. I don't know. We'll see how these go. Um, Willow is done. That was last month's monthly. I have a monthly for this month. It all all recorded... Ready to go. You will see it this weekend. I'm going to spoil it. It's Jet Moto for the PlayStation. Because the only thing more fun than playing a racing game is watching somebody play a racing game. Am I right? Sure am. Our theme for the month is... uh, (coughs) Games that turn old enough to drink in 2017. So for um, us stateside uh, members... 21, Coolio has a game he's working on uh, that will be 19 years old, so 21 years ago, the PlayStation 1 was kind of a thing, because I remember Jet Moto was one of the first PlayStation games we had. Other than that, over in the um, you know, the thing, forums. We have Soundtracks, Shining Force, Shining Force CD, Shadowrun, and Smash TV, and a new Mystery Science Theater, The Crawling Hand, which is about an astronaut who comes back from space, And dies, Uh, but his hand has been possessed or something, and tries to strangle a kid in a closet. Not making that up. Watch it. Um, it'll it'll give you all. Scarlet, what? Porter, uh, am I? No. If I was around, I would have answered. Jeez, Louise, I don't understand. (coughs) I don't understand. I'm gonna go <sighs> just visit visit the website okay. On your 16th birthday, you wake to the sound of your mother's voice. This is the day you were to see the king of Alahan. Your mother has raised you to be a brave lad, and you must now carry on your father's legacy. He was a legendary warrior of Alahan, who suffered death at the hands of a fiendish monster. If not stopped, the Archfiend Baramos will certainly destroy our world, the king says. Your challenge, your destiny, the destruction of Baramos. With three allies of your choosing, you are set to embark on your quest to save the world from Baramos, your final enemy? Question mark. And with this, Dragon Warrior 3, the legacy of Eredric continues. Yes, indeedy. We talked about Dragon Quest 3. This is the same game. This is for 8-bit for the NES. Uh, Stuff is the same. Um, We talk about philosophy and pepper and sexiness and milk and MacGuffins. even there are both current and up-and-coming MacGuffins in this game ragnats joins me for this one uh where he is here with me um if you are unsure of what is going on in the game it makes a little more sense because ragnats knows more about dragon warrior games than i do check it out and then watch dragon quest 3 because oh boy time for review let us read a review let's read a review about the game oh no Uh, one of our two of our go-to's have given this game a pretty bad score so let's open them up and um, see how this goes starting with could they have made this game any less fun a dragon warrior 2 review by psycho penguin Come to this monitor. Oh, that's better. It's really amazing how Enix's first two role-playing games turned out. The first one, Dragon Warrior, was full of holes and flaws, yet still turned out to be one of the more enjoyable games ever released for the NES. The sequel brought along new ideas and fixed up some of the many flaws found in the original. You would think that this would mean that Dragon Warrior 2 is a better game than its predecessor. But then, what would be so amazing about that? Dragon Warrior 2 is simply a piss-poor excuse for a video game. Enix really fumbled the ball with this one. None of the ideas they decided to implement into the game worked out, and they also decided to make the game as annoying as humanly possible by leaving you in the middle of nowhere without any clues. If it wasn't for the ridiculous, you better have the instruction manual of the internet or you won't beat this game, crap found in Star Tropics, Dragon Warrior 2 would win the award for worst gameplay sequence found in an NES game, period. At least there's no more of the unoriginal save the princess from the evil bad guy. Trademark. Storyline that was found in the original Dragon Warrior. Also, as the game progresses, the two story... True, excuse me. The storyline progresses too. The basic storyline focuses around you needing to beat an evil wizard named Hargon. Guess what he's trying to do? Hint, he's not trying to rob a bank. He's trying to use his powers to destroy a planet. It may also be the planet you're on. Ah, uh, it's even less original than Save the Princess. Oh, wow, well, at least it develops somewhat. The only problem is the final boss pops up out of nowhere, but this happens so much in RPGs that it just seems commonplace now. Enix really did try their best, though, and I'm pretty confident about this. Despite the complete lack of any fun factor, they really tried to shore up some of the major flaws found in Dragon Warrior. For one, you now have multiple character battles and parties. You can now have three members in your party, and you can face multiple enemies at one time. You can fight up to six at one time, but sometimes that annoying three-on-one battle scenario happens, you end up with less experience points and gold than you would have liked. However, the proverbial, yes, it's good, but it's bad too, problem shows up in the multiple character party. The problem being that all three characters are only strong in one area. You know, the main character in Dragon Warrior was good at everything. Now you have a guy who's good at attacking. A woman who's good with magic. A guy who's average at everything. I know this is how a lot of RPGs work, but considering they wanted this game to be innovative, they could have improved on this some. An area that needed improving that wasn't improved on was the menu system. You still have to push talk to talk to people, stairs to go up and down stairs, door to opening door, etc. Why Enix felt this was still needed after the original Dragon Warrior was beyond me. Also, you have a big problem when it comes to buying items and weapons. The game won't actually tell you if you want uh, tell you if the item you want to buy will help you or not. So you would have to buy it and check on the status screen yourself, therefore wasting your money. Sadly, I haven't even gotten into some of the game's biggest problems yet. For one, the game switches from linear to non-linear quite quickly, therefore making some for some confusing times. How anyone will be able to complete this game without a strategy guide is beyond me. Yes, the game gives you hints in some towns, but they're so vague and ultimately useless that you will have no clue what's a hint and what's not. They could have provided more hints for us dumb game players, or at least made the entire game non-linear. Also, the battles are pretty cut and dry. Like I mentioned above briefly, each of your characters are skilled in certain areas, and therefore, two of your three characters will be useless the entire game. If the enemy is weak against magic, the princess will be useful and the other two won't. Enix could have made the characters a little more balanced, but it's not a terribly large problem so I won't gripe about it too much. The only gameplay area that beats Dragon Warrior is the sheer size of the map. Now you can go to far more places and leveling up takes a backseat to exploration. This is a good thing since you won't feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again. Torches are no longer needed in caves and dungeons as they are now lit up without the need for any additional light. Finally, the bosses are a little bit more numerous this time and you'll actually have a reason to fight them. The music has also been expanded upon now, as the game features a variety of great music. Of course, it also features its share of disappointing music, but every game does. The battle theme sounds good, and the updated overworld theme is awesome. I didn't like some of the music in the game, but fortunately I didn't have to listen to the subpar music for too long. I was really impressed by the music, surprisingly, and the sound effects were pretty decent as well. I really like the graphics as well, the most amazing thing is how similar the game looks to the original, but how different it looks as well. The anime designs are improved, they have the same basic looks, but now they're more detailed in design. The battle screen is disappointing, however, as it's just a black background. The overworld map looks like an updated version of the world map in the original, which is fine. I loved the cave and town designs as they actually look more like caves and towns this time around. I never ever want to play this game again. It's simply a waste of my time and I barely was able to gather enough energy to complete it the one time I did. For one, there's not really that many secrets to find. The only thing that could have been a side quest turned out to be something you needed to do to complete the game. Also, it's incredibly unfun, more so than any other role-playing game on the NES not named Ultima Exodus. The game is actually a decent challenge until you get the boat when it turns into this incredibly non-linear game. It would be perfectly fine if the game provided the hints easier, instead they make the hints seem more like normal lines of dialogue, adding to the frustration. I am all for non-linear games that make you explore a lot of territory, but not at the sacrifice at leaving you helpless. If games were judged solely on their cosmetic value instead of intellectual value, Dragon Warrior 2 would easily get a 8 or 9. Unfortunately for this game, it has to be judged as a collective game, and it just doesn't match up to what was expected. It has some good points, as Enix obviously tried to improve certain areas of the game and did so convincingly. However, they ruined everything else in the process. Regardless, the rest of the games are so awesome that this one slip-up is acceptable. Just avoid playing this game. Reviewers rating 1. Terrible. Originally posted June 30th, 2002. And our next review... look i agree with everything psycho penguin said Of i've played five six of the dragon warrior games so far uh for the let's play series and two by far the worst by far uh one of the most important rpgs according to this review but i sure hope the series gets better than this by our good friend xylo the first Dragon Quest, is considered to be one of the first Japanese RPGs that was made, and since the game was very successful in Japan, it has gotten up to seven sequels when I write this review. While the series isn't even half as popular as Final Fantasy in the Western world, it's even popular than Final Fantasy in Japan. It's even popular. One of the biggest differences between the two series is that while the Final Fantasy game tries more to tell a great story, the Dragon Quest games are more about making your characters stronger and able to defeat their opponents, which means that Dragon Quest games takes more time to finish. It only took about 9 months for Dragon Quest II to get released after the original had been released in Japan, but the story takes place 100 years after Dragon Quest. For those who haven't played the original, or maybe don't remember anything from it, the game tells us when you create a new game that the hero from the Dragon Quest... Or excuse me, the hero from Dragon Quest... I almost made Zilo sound funny. ...saved the world by defeating the evil Dragon Lord and then traveled to new lands to settle down. If I understood the story correctly, the hero got three children who each made their own kingdom in the new, discovered land. One hundred years later, evil forces from Hargon, the villain in the game, attack attacks Moonbroke's castle and destroys it. One of the soldiers in the castle escapes alive and hurries to the kingdom of Moonbroke to inform the king of that kingdom about what has happened. Since the king is so old, he decides that his son, that is you, will stop Hargon once and for all. But before the hero begins his quest, he has to search for companions in the neighbor kingdoms. Unlike the previous Dragon Quest, where there was just one hero, this game has three. First is the Prince of Maidenhall, which you get to name by yourself, a strong warrior with no intention to use any magic. Then there is Talent, who is the Prince Kanak, a guy who is good with both swords and can use magic. Last, there's the Princess of Moonbroke, who is the best mage of the three, but can't do any real damage with her weapons. The gameplay has improved in some ways from the first Dragon Quest game, Uh, From the first Dragon Quest, excuse me. For example, you no longer have to select stairs on the menu when you want to go up on stairs. Another good thing that has changed is that you can now battle more than one enemy in each battle, and it can be many different monsters in the same battle. Last but not least, the world map is now much bigger than it was in the first Dragon Quest game. But, just like the game has many things that makes it better than the first one, it has many things that also makes it worse. While it's nice to have three members in your party than just one... The other two that you don't get to name is more often a pain to have in the party. When they first join you, they start at level 1. While that works okay for the prince since he joins early, the princess will always be a few levels behind the others. The prince later loses any practical use since the hero is much stronger and the princess is a better magic user, both when it comes to defensive and offensive magic. While it may sound like a good thing that the world map is larger, we have to remember that in this game there aren't many times when someone tells you where your next destination should be. Finishing the game without any kind of strategy guide or world map is very frustrating. Also the whole point about fighting stronger enemies in RPGs are that you get more experience points. However, this is something the creators of this game seems to have forgotten until the final part of the game where the enemies are much stronger but give way more experience. Many say that this game is one of the hardest RPGs of all time. And while it's true that the enemies love to gang up on the weakest member in your party so he or she dies and then you have to travel back to a city since there's almost no other way to revive the dead, the game has almost no bosses at all so it's possible to escape every random battle in a dungeon, do what you should do in the dungeon and then teleport back. Also money will later in the game become no problem so you won't have to worry about dying a lot. It's the classic monster kills you and then takes you to a safe place and steals half your money in this game. But as I said before, it's very easy to die in a random battle, but maybe that's a sign that you should train your characters more. However, the final boss can either be one of the hardest bosses you will ever face or dead in just five turns. It all depends on how lucky you are. So why should anyone play Dragon Quest 2 now, 20 years after it has been released? Well, if you want to have played every DQ, then go ahead. Otherwise, you have an average RPG where there's hard-to-know... Where your next destination is, and don't get much story, and you have to kill enemies that you face three dungeons ago if you want to level up fast. I can't recommend this game to anyone who doesn't really love old RPGs, but don't expect any great game. Personally, I prefer the original over this one. Xylo's Rating 1.5. Bad. Originally posted February 26th, 2007. As you know, we no longer pick apart Xylo's reviews because they're just so damn good. Uh, but xylo and psycho penguin both correct dragon quest one slash warrior one much better than two i see what two was trying to do but they did kind of not so much
1: Okay, news,
0: our lead story, folks, I'm going quickly because I want to get this done so I can do other things with my, you know how it goes, our lead story, suspicions confirmed, schools, standardized tests are often criticized as harmfully rigid, and in the latest version of the Texas Education Agency's STAR test, or Stair, S-T-A-A-R, it's probably not pronounced STAR, that's probably how they say it in Texas. Uh, Poet Sarah Holbrook said she flubbed the correct answer for author motivation in two of her own poems that were on the test. Writing in Huffington Post in January, a disheartened Holbrook lamented, kids' futures and the evaluations of their teachers will be based on their ability to guess the so-called correct answer to poorly made-up questions. This is true. Standardized tests is the devil. probably why they're so popular in Texas compelling explanations ladies and gentlemen in December James Leslie Kelly 52 and with a 37 conviction rap sheet dating to 1985 filed a federal lawsuit in Florida claiming that his latest brush with the law was Verizon's fault and not his Kelly was convicted of stealing the identity of another James Kelly and taking more than $300 in Varion services. He bases his case on the Varion sales representatives having spent, quote, an hour and a half with him. Surely enough time, he says, to have figured out that he was not the James Kelly he was pretending to be. He seeks $72 million. And in Hong Kong in December, Mr. Lam Chung Khan, 37, pleaded guilty to stealing a bottle off of a co-worker's breast milk at work and drinking it, but only to help with stress in his job as a computer technician. Undermining the health improvement explanation was a photo Lamb sent the woman, showing himself in an aroused state. Some ironies, hopefully they're really ironies. Uh, Oh boy, more names. London's The Guardian reported in January that, quote, dozens of people have been charged or jailed recently for, quote, defaming the new Myanmar government, which has been headed in a prime minister-like role since April by Aung San Suu Kyi, who was elected after her release from House detention following two decades of persecution for criticizing the longtime military regime. For her struggle for free speech, Suu Kyi was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize in 1991, said the wife of the latest arrestee, Miao Yan Nang Thang, on trial for criminal defamation of Suu Kyi's regime. This is not insulting. This is just criticizing with facts. This is Freedom of Speech. The Litigious Society, uh, aptly positioned... High Finance. Sometime in 2006, a photographer on assignment roamed a Chipotle restaurant in Denver, snapping photos of customers. Leah Caldwell was one person photographed, but says she refused to sign the photographer's release and was surprised, nevertheless, to see a photo of herself in a Chipotle promotion in 2014 and again in 2015. And on her table in the photo were, quote, alcoholic beverages she denied ever ordering. In January, Caldwell said the misuse of her image is Chipotle's fault for ignoring her non release, and thus she's entitled to offer. All of the profits Chipotle earned between 2006 and 2015, roughly $2.237 billion. <coughs> Wonderful. Precocious people. In December, Ashland Howell, age 6 of Little Rock, Arkansas, deftly mastered her sleeping mother's thumbprint onto her phone to unlock the Amazon app and ordered $250 worth of Pokemon toys. Mom later noticed 13 email confirmations and asked Ashland if something was amiss. According to the Wall Street Journal report, Ashland said, No, mommy, I was shopping. Great job. Six-year-old can hack your iPhone. Leading economic indicators. We don't know if the mom was drugged. We don't know. Leading economic indicators. The British think tank High Pay Center reported in January that the average CEO among the UK's top 100 companies in the Financial Times stock exchange at was <clears throat> Excuse me, earns the equivalent of around $1,600 an hour, meaning that a 12 hour a day boss will earn, by mid January 4th, as much money as the typical worker at his firm will earn the entire year. At the same time, the anti poverty organization Oxfam reported to an astonished press that eight men, six American, headed by Bill Gates, have the same total net worth as the 3.6 billion people who compromise the Uh, comprise, excuse me, the poorest half of the planet. Astonished press, you say. Have you not been listening to anything the last five years? An organization that tracks high net worth investors, Spectrum Group of Lake Forest Illinois, reported recently that of Americans worth $25 million or more, only about two-thirds donate $10,000 or more yearly to charity. And then there's... There is Charles Feeney, 85, of New York City, who in December made his final gift to charity, $7 million to Cornell University, completing his pledge to give away almost everything he had, $8 billion. He left his wife and himself $2 million to live on in their rental apartment in San Francisco. Oh, that'll get you like four months, buddy. A January New York Times profile noted that nothing is named for Feeney, that the gifts were mostly anonymous, and that Feeney... Uh, assiduously cultivated his low profile. And a disturbingly large, according to one report, number of smartphone apps are available uh, devoted to calculating how much the user has earned per day and per year during restroom breaks, answering nature's call while at work. Australia's News Limited rough calculation estimated uh, $1,227 for someone making $55,000 a year. But results may vary since there are so many apps. Like poop salary, toilet pay, log log, paid to poo, pricey poop, poop break, and perhaps perhaps others. This has never sounded so much like a Spongebob episode than I did right there. People different from us. Every major event in my life has been about insects, Aaron Rodriguez, 26, told the New York Times in December. Home in New York City during the winter break from his doctoral research at Purdue University on the, quote, sweet turgal secretions of German cockroaches and on his way to buy a supply of crickets and hornworms. Hornworms, he said, have an amazing defense where they eat tobacco for the nicotine while they exhale a gas to scare away predators. When I'm feeling stressed out, Rodriguez said, he might take one out to calm me down. He met his first girlfriend when she was attracted to his pet giant African millipede, as long as a human forearm, but admits that For the vast majority of the time in school, I was alone. What? I mean, if the African millipede's not going to get you a date, maybe it's not the bugs, man. Maybe it's you. Here's some updates. Two years ago, News of the Weird updated previous entries by noting that China's Ministry of Culture had cracked down on the centuries-old tradition of festively over-the-top funerals, uh, ceremonies, to assure the family that the deceased did not die faceless, by arresting the song and dance people, including strippers and pole dancers, peddling their services to mourners. Even though that ban has been working, nostalgic Chinese can still see a great funeral pole dancing in Taiwan. According to a January report on the death of uh Qiyai County official uh, Tung Sang, featuring 50 scantily clad entertainers, pole dancing itself is still big in China, where the national pole dancing team recently performed its annual outdoor show wearing shorts and halter tops. In the country's northmost village, Baiji, where the temperature was minus 33 Celsius. Holy geez. Holy geez. I certainly hope you're wearing a halter top. Better take a light wrap. The passing parade, ladies and gentlemen, Woodstock, Vermont. Police arrested a 28 year old man for bank robbery in January with a key piece of evidence coming to their attention when a disapproving Vermonter noted a paper coffee cup not in its proper recycling bin. The cup held the robbers hold-up note and DNA. Serious about recycling in Woodstock, Vermont. And a 46-year-old man was arrested in December after an evening at the Sands Casino in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and charged with leaving the server a non-monetary tip of a Valium pill. Is it illegal in Pennsylvania to leave a non-monetary tip? Uh, Our classic from 2013, college basketball player Shatona Keys makes free throws at a 78% rate for her career, but on February 16th, she weakly shanked one of those 15-foot shots, causing it to thud to the floor about 8 feet short of the rim. The worst collegiate free throw attempt of all time, according to several sports reporters who viewed the video keys explained to deadspin.com that she always brings the ball close to her face when she shoots and my fingernail got caught on my nose so i couldn't follow through correctly her georgia college uh from oh boy Milledgeville, milledgeville team uh lost to rival columbus state 70 to 60. Well, folks, there's the show, um, the shoes, man, I don't know, I really don't, I've been sitting down and they kind of hurt the bottom of my feet, of course, I have been wearing shoes all day, so maybe tomorrow will be better, I'm, I'm always scared to wear new shoes to work, like the first day to break in shoes, I don't want to go to work in them, um, I don't know. It's just one of those things. You know what I mean. You've bought shoes before. You've had shoes on your feet. You understand how it goes. Uh, thanks for listening, by the way. That's what I brought you here to talk about, that I wanted to thank you for listening to the show. Because I do appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, because without you listening to the show, well, you know, maybe I wouldn't be doing the show. I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. Who knows? Uh, thanks again, though, Um More stuff ever and more on the way. I want you to know I have got back to working on um, Saga Frontier 2, so hopefully I can start getting that out again. We are so close to being done. I just have to do the final boss fight and then a couple of the fights leading up to that, which, yeah, failed miserably. But we're not game uh, stoppers by any point of the definition, so we might be doing those again. Um... Uh, nothing else coming on just you know the normal stuff keep an eye out for you know new movies uh, music videos let's plays of course and all of that um, always always new stuff coming up at lowbiasgaming.net along with episodes of this show so yeah if, um, <clears throat> if you're into any of this and want to hear the continuing story of um, my new shoes Uh, well, I guess you'll hear all about it at lowbiasgaming.net. Thanks very much. And I'll, uh, see ya later.